so much for tuning in to KABF 88.3, the voice of the people. This is Black Consumer News, <laughs> news that empowers. Thank you so much for joining us here for Friday, June 18th, 2021. We'll be here with you now from 11 a.m. until 12 noon. Uh, so again, thank you for joining us, and we are glad that you came. I want to say I am Angel Bird. I am the Chief Creative Officer for BCN, and I am your host right now. And also we have Wesley Brown, who is my co-host. Wesley, how are you doing this morning? I am doing great. How are you this morning? I'm doing wonderful. If you didn't know, Juneteenth is going to be a national holiday. Yesterday, President Joe Biden signed the Juneteenth National Independence Day Act into law. This bill established Juneteenth National Independence Day. We already celebrated it. Well, yeah, we've been doing that for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. But it was approved, Wesley, unanimously, 415 to 14. All I want to know is who was the 14? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, just what I want to know is uh, uh, they need to let black folk off work on on tomorrow well right. if it, when when it starts showing up on the weekday so right mm. now i think it's not going to come into effect i think the 2022 20, 20, yeah. yeah but they, we might as well go ahead and yeah every yeah you know white folk will be make like, it happen i need to get off today too <laughs> <laughs> so, okay so a, as soon as the bill uh was signed several top uh, corporations announced they were going to give all their employees off for that day so although some said not as a paid holiday, mm. we got to go back to court. I mean, court. Mm, I mean, what? Why is that? Uh, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Some some of them will 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 be in none of the pressure. So we'll see that. We still got another year before it goes into effect. So I think we should, you know, for those of us who uh, I still want my forty mules in it. Strong uh, proponents. Those of us who are strong proponents of Juneteenth, which is all of us, yeah. we need to do something about this. They, oh. I mean, we need to say that we need a paid day off. Well, well, I, I need folks like all of Washington <laughs> to begin to to educate our communities about. Uh, the issues related to wealth building and Absolutely. starting your own business. That, uh, that's more important than celebrating the day without knowing the, you know, kind of the background. Of, uh, and, and you know what? All of us here today. Yeah, we've got uh, uh, lots of <laughs> other important stories to talk about and information to talk about. But we also have one of the city's top black entrepreneurs, Arlo Washington. Welcome, Arlo. Thanks for having me. Thanks and that's Arlo. That's so unique. And he's a, definitely a unique inv- individual. Thank and you. sometimes it takes uniqueness to make some things happen. Absolutely. And we're going to be talking about yeah, some of those things with Arlo. He's got a lot of unique Absolutely. things going on. Yes. Uh, uh, you know, we're going to talk about this acronym that we call CDFI. Yes. That's getting a lot of news about by, by administration. It's promoting, actually, CDFIs uh, and uh some of a lot of the CDFs are starting to link up with the big, what we call the top five big banks: mm-hmm. uh, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, J.P. Morgan Chase, Goldman Sachs. Absolutely. So yeah. we're starting to see those partnerships that, because uh, those banks have stolen a lot from black folks. Oh yeah, and, and and I think Arlo plays a major part in all of that, and people don't necessarily understand, and that's why he's here mm-hmm. today to understand those parts Absolutely. and some advantages that we can take, especially in this arena that we're in post-COVID uh, with systematic racism mm-hmm. and um, all the things that we have lived mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and knowing that there are, are elements out there or, or, or corporations and companies like yours, Arlo, that can start segueing us into more of a positive Absolutely. Um, atmosphere. Absolutely. So we are also going to be talking about Mayor Frank Scott's tax uh, uh, referendum, mm-hmm. getting some new life, and uh, Chris Jones throwing his hat in the ring mm-hmm. as the state's awesome. first Democratic awesome. candidate for governor. Mm-hmm. And did I say black candidate for governor? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first Democratic um, candidate and black candidate for governor. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not the first, but to yeah, first to us, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, billions of dollars in the American Rescue Plan Fund uh, that will start showing up in our communities around July the 4th. Yeah, you've got uh, money from the Department of Education. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, 
the state of Arkansas received $1.6 billion mm -hmm. uh, through the governor's steering committee. Uh, I think we have to be aware of that steering, steering committee because a lot of money is flowing through there. Absolutely. Uh, Arlo had an application in the first round mm -hmm. uh, that I don't think the, the steering committee advocated enough for it. I, yeah. I listened in on that. Okay, okay. And, and they didn't advocate for, for that. So, mm -hmm. and there's money coming, 1.25 coming through the Department of Education, money coming from C to the CDFIs. Mm -hmm. yes. And then you have the child care tax uh, Yay, that, that, July was, 1st. that will start coming to women with children to mm -hmm. make less than 75,000 families less than 150,000 a mm -hmm. year uh, some people will see in their their uh, banks uh, a payment of $350 a month mm. and then when you file your taxes at the end you can get the first six months of the year also as a tax credit yeah lots of financial opportunity absolutely and and, and they they they're not opportunities if we don't know about them though knowledge and is so power. knowledge yeah. is so much power yes for sure again I'm your host Angel Bird here at uh, Black Consumer News make sure you go to our website and uh, www well we don't really need a w but yeah, Black, Black Consumer, Consumer News, News just type it in and get it in there follow us on Instagram and mm. Twitter and also make us you know sign up for our newsletter and make us your Monday morning brew yeah, have your have coffee or your t or your tea with us yes. on Monday every Monday morning so we send out a newsletter to you mm -hmm. um, every Monday you have to sign up for that on our website blackconsumernews.com so again make that uh, your month your Monday morning coffee and tea with us mm -hmm. we certainly would appreciate it hey Wesley let's just jump right into it and and sure. Arlo again is here with us and we do our top headlines uh, sure. locally and nationally um, our first half hour of our show and we would love for you just to jump right in and sure. chime in mm -hmm. sure well thanks for having me yeah, for yeah. Having me. glad to be here and, and and have the opportunity to share with the community very important issues around um, economic uh, 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 economics and, 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 and black economics and black capitalism yeah. and things of that nature. Uh, and so, and also uh, opportunities for small business owners and, and consumers, low yeah. and moderate income consumers. Yeah. Uh, uh, CDFI, we talked about the acronym, yeah. uh, which is, stands for Community Development, Development Financial, Financial Institutions. institutions. Yes. Uh, CDFIs, there, there are about six, six different types of CDFIs. Mm -hmm. uh, you have venture capitalists, you have microfinance, you have uh, uh, thrifts, you got banks, you mm -hmm. have credit unions, credit unions, and so. then you have loan funds. Mm -hmm. And so, People Trust is a is a CDFI loan fund, mm -hmm. and we are a non regulated financial institution. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, uh, regulated financial institutions have to follow uh, FDIC mm -hmm. uh, lending laws and guidelines uh, whenever they make loans. Which means that if you're a low and moderate income community, or a certain zip code, or credit score is not uh, 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 yeah, up you, to par. Yeah, yeah you can't you can't walk into Bank of America. You can't access a loan. Yeah. Of course, loans have um, are what or what the community need. Mm. Uh, we need we need access to capital, mm. and this has been a long time. You know, long time uh, uh, um, uh, coming, coming, coming. You know, <laughs> yeah, in the black community, and yes. and you know the COVID just exploded that because uh, you know I tell people uh, and I help some people with the PPP loan that mm -hmm. was that's one trillion dollars that it was given out. Yes, and and I, I we got less than fifty billion, mm -hmm. and I have people the fifty billion is a lot, not when it's compared to one trillion yeah. that yeah. was handed out, and in the first round a lot mm -hmm. of black back. Black people didn't even know about it. They thought exactly. it was, they had to have a credit. Uh, I went to some people. Well, I didn't. Put, I, I don't have a credit score. Exactly. Well, and I think it's about inclusion, and 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 we have been on the outside looking in. Yeah. And I think, like you said, um, you know, COVID has really kind of exposed a mm -hmm. lot of this, and not only exposed. We it knew about it. On, <laughs> yeah. On a, a you know within the United States, but also really on national level, because as we look at President Biden meeting with uh, Russian President uh, Vladimir Putin uh, in Russia. Uh, Africa is not included in that. Yeah, they weren't included in the uh, the G7 meetings earlier. Yeah. Yeah. So we. So I, I know European it, nations. I, it feels like we're opening up some doors, and, but in my view, it's like doors that really should already be open. However, you know, once it's open, it's it's up to us to make take those absolutely. advantages absolutely. and have people like Arlo at the table, yeah, Wesley absolutely. at the table, and making sure. And I, I think this is kind of like what Arlo said. It's it's about knowledge. You know, I mm -hmm. I. I worked on Wall Street, know know how how the financial uh, markets operate, and mm -hmm. and but I had to come back home 
Yes. Uh, you know, when I left Arkansas, I couldn't find a job. I couldn't get the Democrat Gazette, job at the Democrat Gazette. So I had to go to, to Tulsa, first reporter to come. I covered my first big story, first black reporter to Tulsa World. The first big story, one of the first big stories that Tulsa massacre. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. But I found out that Tulsa, the Tulsa World, the paper I worked for, played a role mm-hmm. in uh, in some of the narratives in our history mm-hmm. that the newspaper industry. And a had, lot of that's being yeah. exposed, especially with mm-hmm. the you know mm-hmm. the Red Summer and mm-hmm. you know that commemoration just passing by for yeah, 100 uh, years yeah. of that. That's uh, certainly true. And, uh, and a lot of the language. information we think is is history mm-hmm. in yes. our newspapers is a lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Tulsa massacre. Uh, uh, I went back to the archives in, in the Tulsa world. The first headline that was written it was nine people that were killed. Now we know it could have been as well, uh, uh, but but black people knew mm-hmm. in those communities. North Tulsa is still suffering. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and that's mm-hmm. here right here in Arkansas in the Lane massacre as it, well. Yeah, exactly. That exactly. poor city. Oh my goodness. I mean, mm-hmm. there is a lot to be done in that city, mm-hmm. and that's something that um, I know they they have the Elaine uh, massacre uh, descendants, and I know they need a lot of support. I know they're trying to put in a museum there, mm-hmm. but it's not the people that look like us. Mm-hmm. So we need to make some some shifts there and do things maybe you know a, a lot more strategically but again if we're not Absolutely. aware of funding and that sort of thing right. then we can't build on that mm-hmm. but Wesley I want us to take a look at some of the things that maybe were discussed going back to Biden's um, G7 okay. and um, let's look at some of the things that he discussed and what were some of those top topics that he discussed um, during that mm-hmm. uh, well well when he sat down with with the G7 summit there was three three issues that when he this was his first diplomatic trip overseas mm-hmm and 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 he had to go and repair some of the things that president trump had had, had uh, a lot of our allies uh, especially european allies uh, had had felt that they were uh uh not treated properly as equals by president trump and uh so this was going to prepare the, there was a g7 summit that means g7 means seven nations uh president obama through it was normally g8 but president obama basically throughout Russia, uh, mm-hmm. because Russia was doing what it was doing, was yeah. killing folk, poisoning people, assassinating yeah. people, uh, doing things uh, internationally. That, and, and this trip, Biden came back, he, and we had what's called, went back to weak diplomacy, where, where he actually acquiesced to Putin, uh, President, former President Trump. He was uh, uh, submissive to, to Putin. Well, here's the thing. So you're talking about, you know, uh, poisoning people, doing all kind of things, yeah. radical things. But yet, you know, we, and we, I know what they consider Africa as a third world country, but still, you know, whether third world or not, I mean, they're not killing people, they're not poisoning people, but yet uh, you still meet with this Russian president. So what do you think that difference is coming at? Mm-hmm. Why is that the case? Why aren't they including Africa? Because they're well, using their resources, the natural yeah, resources, yeah. but they're not in- including. And, and, and that's uh, some of the things that came out of the G7 summit was to, uh, I, and you probably, we probably, this was the headline that came out. Uh, President Biden is donating 500,000 doses of the COVID-19 vaccine. That was the one headline that came out of the, the European nations because right now some of the African nations are still struggling with COVID-19 because yeah. they didn't get access to the Pfizer uh, vaccine or access to the Moderna because Moderna wanted to charge African nations. Yeah, but I'm saying we just can't we can't make this about a COVID vaccine. We have well, to make this more well, about inclusion. Yeah, but what I'm saying, but that yeah. that's yeah. one of the things. But but I'm answering your question to going okay. back to the inequities mm-hmm. that exist. Mm-hmm. That's one of the inequities that exist that that African nations have to now deal with it because Moderna is giving the vaccine free to the United States and countries that are European. But they're charging the African nations thirty dollars uh, wow, uh, 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 yeah. per per dose, or, or uh, and you add that up you, when you start talking about. But uh, yet, it's a third world country. You don't include them in, in, in the in the in the G seven, and and then you charge them. I mean, there's something going on. Yeah, and and, and that's the one thing. So though, but per there vaccine. was a commitment to provide hundred million to the so-called third tier countries, uh, G seven countries represent 58 of the uh, gross domestic product of the world. Uh, they basically control that much GDP, I mean, uh, pr- production. Okay, Whereas they got the re- a lot of money. Okay, yes, I get it. <laughs> so, but the remaining uh, money that uh, they pledge $100 million to the African countries, well, when you look at that, 
the Paycheck Protection Program mm. in the United States was, yes. was 10 times that much. Mm. Oh, yes. So, so 100 Great million, analogy. when you look at Great it, analogy. when you look at the, 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 you know, how much GDP in, internationally across the globe, that's well over 50 trillion per month. Mm. So a hundred million is 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 a small drop in the bucket. Hope somebody's of, keeping up with this math. Out there. <laughs> hey, you're yeah. listening to KABF. Um, you're listening to Black Consumer News. Wesley Brown, Angel Bird here. We have our special guest in the studio with us, Arlo Washington, and um, he is the. What's your founder, title? Found, yeah. Founder and CEO. Of founder. Like, see, yeah. that's a big thing right there. The yeah. founder. You started this. Yes. Yeah. And I think it was, you started the People's Trust yes. um, in conjunction with Washington Barber with College. Washington Barber College, Which absolutely. was very unique. And, and uh, yeah, yeah it's, gonna, a, it's a, a lot uh, of good, I, I love going there because I see uh, how he is empowering these. I talked to one of the young men. I went there about mm-hmm. three weeks ago. How he empowering the young men to, to do their own thing. Yes. To, to start there, but to dream big. Yes, and, dream. and branch it out. I want yeah. to also mention, um, Wesley, that people are listening out there can call us here at 501-433-0088 if you want to get in on the conversation or if you have a, a question for uh, our, our guests. And I, I want to get back to the just to the what, what the Putin meeting did. Yes. The G7, then he also met with the NATO leaders, mm. and he brought his new uh, uh, de- defense secretary, uh, Austin, uh, Lloyd Austin, who's a black man, first mm-hmm. defense secretary for the United States, mm-hmm. he led those meetings. He's basically putting, basically saying, here's what's going to happen with, with Russia. Uh, everybody saw what happened with the Colonial p- p- Pipeline when uh, they hacked and caused the, 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 uh, all of the East Coast uh, Pipeline uh, or transfer of oil to crash. Mm-hmm. That was Russian. Mm-hmm. And, and we didn't do anything. Here's what, uh, uh, what Lord, uh, well, yeah, well, <laughs> the company did. Here's yeah. what Lord Austin said. Mm-hmm. He basically said, "This is what's going to happen between Russia and the United States now. If you do something like that, we're going to do the same thing in Russia. If you hack into an American company, we're going to hack into a Russian company." And if who, you, who made you, that statement? Uh, the defense secretary, okay. Lord Austin, who's uh, the first black yeah. defense secretary. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that. So he's got making that a right. stance to say to go back to what we call uh, uh, a hard line with Russia. Uh, with with President Trump, he had a soft line. He allowed uh, we allowed assassinations and things to go on, and we didn't respond. What what Lord Austin is saying, if you do something like that, mm-hmm. and Russia has the ability to to take our take our lights offline. Take our, our gasoline offline, but we're saying we also have the ability to do the same thing to you. Mm. And, we just wanted it to be known. And yeah, and, I and, just need to see on the African continent in that meeting next year. Yeah, I know. I so know. back, so I, so now I, we're going to transition yeah. to local news. Uh, Mayor Frank Scott building the rock. Mm-hmm. I just like the sound of that building mm-hmm. the rock. So the Little Rock Board of Directors on Tuesday approved an ordinance calling um, a September 14th special election mm-hmm. for residents to vote on Mayor Scott's proposed sales tax increase. So finally. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering what are they going to do um, to help kind of the community mm-hmm. um, to get strengthen them to vote for this sales tax. Well, we've talked about this many, many times, which is we're already paying it. Mm-hmm. The increase is not really one one percent. It's more like uh, mm-hmm. a third of that, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, and it, it basically raises fifty three million annually. Uh, in Mayor Scott wanted to do it in perpetuity, meaning right. that it would last until somebody else came in. But uh, the the city directors came in and said, "Okay, we're going to put a deadline on this to 2031. Uh, it'll come up for election in September 13, I think, and the, the city council's vote 631. I think uh, uh, there was one uh, city director who who uh, abstained or, or voted present, who was the black uh, representative. I can't think of his name, Ken. Uh, yeah, Richardson. Ken Richardson voted mm-hmm. present. But here's what it does: uh, we still need infrastructure. And uh, I'm hopeful that that this plan will address those issues. Absolutely. A lot of times we we haven't been at the table uh, when Mayor Stoddard was in. Yeah. Uh, we continue to get short thrift, short end of the stick. And it says here that uh, some some of the uh, major some things that he's wanting to do with the taxes, major renovation to the um, Hydeman 
and War Memorial yeah, Parks. Yeah. Where is Heidelman at? I, Heidelman I, is back uh, just down on University. Mm-hmm. And more money for community-oriented policing. Uh, um, policing. Policing, I'm sorry. I mean, but it should be uh, more policies on on infrastructure i mean mm. what are we doing in these communities and uh, our communities that need I, and those i think that's also some of the questions that that voters need to ask we, we need mm-hmm. to ask it because it needs to be on the list because that's called accountability and when it's not on the list because i don't see it on the list here I'm, I'm looking at the list it may not be the whole list but it's it's, it's the list yeah, i don't see I, the community development and underprived underprivileged which i don't like those terms yeah but we have to use them to, to. identify right now Absolutely. but we don't need to hold on to them we need to change that that well, well and i know in some of his campaign he talked about you know coming back west of, of i-630 mm-hmm. and doing development in our community and you know you know uh you see the needs in the, in the community in, in the area where you're coming down the right. street where the yeah. baba college is yeah and you barely can get two cars Absolutely. passing by each other yeah but i'm Absolutely. just saying putting that on the ticket yeah making uh, that change and making it visible so we can kind of kind of see it there. Another great thing that's going on in our city, Chris Jones mm-hmm. has his hat in. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, so he has his hat in and he I think he is a, a great representation mm. of yes. what a governor should be. Absolutely. Yes. First. Absolutely. Yes. Very very and, and you know we had him he was our first guest here on Black Consumer News mm-hmm. and he's been here a couple of times. Uh, Chris is good. Yes, he has. Uh we were the first to report uh that he was actually running for because we did that way back two months ago mm-hmm. and uh, when he resigned from the Innovation Hub. But uh, I think this is a, a great opportunity for us to get involved to, uh, you know, we have long odds. He's running against someone who has already raised $5 million. Uh, 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 Sarah Sanders Huckabee, she mm-hmm. got $5 million already in the, mm-hmm. in the bank. So that's going to be... The big issue: Can he raise funds to to compete? Mm-hmm. Oh, he has to get through the Democratic Maybe primary. Maybe he knows something we don't know. <laughs> well, he has to get. When well, he, you know, the the Innovation mm-hmm. Hub was is run by the Rockefellers, so he may have some some funds mm-hmm. uh, that are that are coming. There, but he still has to raise money yes. uh, from from people like you and me, and get people like you and me, uh, the average people behind him. So that's mm-hmm. going to be a long shot. He has to get through the Democratic primary. We also have Sufa. Uh, uh, Maze that is running in that mm-hmm. primary and some other people, but he's still the favorite to get to the primary. And then once he gets out, he has to run against Attorney General Rutledge or uh, Sarah Senator Huckabee. Arkansas has a supermajority at the state capitol. Mm-hmm. Uh, every uh, elected public office uh, at the state or federal level is a Republican. So, and the ability to, we're, we're one of the reddest pro Trump states in the United mm-hmm. States. Yes. So the the he's going to have to get out into the hills, get in yeah. the hills, yeah. 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 Go, go get out and talk to those folks and convince them that I won that that uh, I like that. I'm in the not hills. out. Yeah, I like that. I'm not out to get you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Uh, 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 because it, it, even if he gets every black vote in the in an election, that's not going to be enough to win. Right. He's going to have to get across the bridge and get get some folks out in those seventy five counties that are. Uh, 63 of them are, are mostly white. And mm-hmm. I always have to uh, mention this, you know, uh, Osiris Bowley, who has been, a, I guess, uh, on our show, talked about this very same thing as far as, you know, the, the, the community, um, you know, in the hills, so to speak, that you're talking about. They are just just un- as unaware as we are. They, they, they think they're yeah. voting for a candidate for one reason, and they're really, they're not, they're not there to support any of us. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you mm-hmm. one of the issues, and it occurred this week that some, uh, the, one of the uh, federal courts upheld that, that the Affordable Care Act. Uh, I know when uh, working at the state capitol as a reporter, when I go out and talk to people, uh, and you, uh, we've changed the name of the Affordable Care Act. At first it was Obamacare, then it was Affordable Care Act. Here in Arkansas, it's Arkansas. Uh, they've changed the name of it so mm-hmm. they that the white people won't recognize that it's Obamacare. So what? what so when case you go, in point. Right? So when you go out and talk uh, uh, to people, and they've got Arkin, the Arkansas Affordable Care Act, they say, "I love this. This is great insurance. I'm able to get in." But but I hate Obamacare. Yeah. 
Can I tell him I that's know. the same thing? It's the same exact mm-hmm. thing. Well, he's got, Chris has got his work in store for him. And I must say, knowing Chris personally, if anyone else can be personable and make sure that people feel included, yeah. I think he can do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I, I, re- I really do. Uh, so, yeah. I second uh, that. All right. You're listening to KBF 88.3, the voice of the people. You're listening to Black Consumer News. If you want to join our conversation or you have a question, please feel free to call us here at 501 Now we want to get into our guest, again, Ola Washington, founder and CEO Mm -hmm. of uh, People's People's Trust. Trust. Mm -hmm. And we want to thank you again for being here with us. Thanks for having me. And Ola, right out of the gate, I I, um, was reading some things on your website. Mm -hmm. And uh, you grew up in modest beginnings. Mm -hmm. And um, you said that you grew up in generation generational Generational poverty poverty. absolutely and so what is your motivation um who inspires you Mm -hmm. or or who is what was the shift changer for you and uh we all have people that motivate us in some way and somehow and so what makes the will turn um that engine for you or turned that engine for you because when we're talking about generational poverty Mm -hmm. that a lot of majority of black people are experiencing in this country as Wes said earlier without that 40 acres and a and a mule we didn't get that if if we are wealthy we still one generation from being poor Mm -hmm. right absolutely so so kind of just talk about that well i mean uh the wealth gap you think about the wealth gap in america and how the average uh, black household has about eleven thousand, mm-hmm. and 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 then you got the the white average white household one hundred and forty some thousand. Yeah. So so the wealth gap is so wide that we can't even fathom how uh, the economic disparity mm-hmm. affects us, right? And and affects our communities. And so uh, you think about segregation, mm-hmm. and you think about uh, and 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 economic segregation is mm-hmm. really affects us even more, has affected us even more, and, and created that generational poverty. And, and of course, generational poverty is a is a, is a mentality yeah. that's passed down from generation to generation. generation. You can't so, get yeah. You, yeah, you can't uh, aspire to, to exactly. this level exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly, exactly. And then also your chance and opportunity. Mm-hmm. Are limited, and so uh, when you, I, my, I watched my mom. My mom grew up. I'm grew up a single parent, um, three three children, uh, yes. attending college to try and. She had me when she was 16. Mm-hmm. Thank God she didn't abort me, but you know she had me at 16. And go ahead and, she and tell had, the truth. Uh, mm-hmm. And she had, uh, you know, I watched her uh, struggle her way through school. Mm-hmm. We lived in local housing projects. And all over the city of Little Rock, but uh, so I'm pretty, you know, I'm born and raised here, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and so. Uh, I watched her make it through college. She graduated from Landis Smith College uh, with a social work degree, mm-hmm. and she went to work for the uh, Department of Human Services, working with the foster kids in that, mm-hmm. in that department. And so I watched, you know, uh, kids that we – she had to go pick up kids at night that were needing to be rescued and bring them. They had to stay with us the night, mm-hmm. you know, and just kind <laughs> of watching She's a caregiver, the whole yeah, community. Yeah, yeah, and then also the people in the community uh, in, our, in, in that neighborhood, everybody, you know, loved her. and Gravitated. And, yeah, yeah, because she always – preach that you know you in this situation you don't have to stay in this situation mm-hmm. and so that's my motivation so um you know she passed away when i was 17 uh, uh, right before i graduated high school and so you know i've always kept her community uh and there are some articles out there on her um mm-hmm. talking about how she uh, helped with the uh, housing because over in the house in the south end where mm-hmm. the south end project used to be now there are houses over there now yeah. mm-hmm. and they had uh wow. came out and did an article on her the end so anyways i think back on that and then also being a um you know i wasn't a, i'm a non-traditional student mm-hmm. i didn't go to a four-year university i didn't okay. make it to the nba i yes. didn't go to the nfl life mm-hmm. lessons and so uh and i didn't make it you know in the entertainment industry mm-hmm. so i had to uh you know build a foundation and barbering was one of the ways that mm-hmm. uh you know, I could I could do that hmm. uh, short term. And so anyways, uh, being an entrepreneur um, for 22 years now and, and, and not having access to capital uh, really uh, uh, impeded my growth. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and so, you know, that is something that I'm passionate about because I know that there are other entrepreneurs. You know, we have a barber college on 65th, Washington Barber College. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And those young people need opportunity. Uh, I mean, if you look at my life story, this is what opportunity can do for you. 
you know, just having an opportunity. Right. You know, I'm one person out of the community that, you know, had had a, had a, had a, had a, had an idea, mm-hmm. had, you know, had a dream, aspiration to to do something uh not only for myself but for my community. And so, uh in 2009 when of course Arkansas became a credit even more of a credit yeah, desert uh with the eradication of those uh payday pay lenders, then mm-hmm. uh, access to credit became even more restricted for those low and moderate income communities that that we live and dwell in. And so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we started being a a, a pillar in the in in the community with our barber school we started having people come and ask for loans yeah and of course they they they've been coming faithfully to us for years and so i felt obligated to uh, provide them with that unmet credit need. Mm-hmm. Right. And so at that point, people trust emerged and uh, out Plus of an unmet. Plus applying for applications to go to school Plus as well. Plus applying for applications mm-hmm. to go to school because these are low and moderate income students that uh, often qualify for financial aid. And, of course, you have to have a certain income level to qualify for financial aid. Mm-hmm. And then they need extensive financial education because they come to the door uh, not understanding uh, what they're signing up for. Mm-hmm. And so having those conversations around you know, providing that financial literacy and then uh, talking about credit and how it affects your credit if you go into default, you know, kind of brought up the whole concept of people trust. Yeah. Because we wanted to really have a yeah, specific that, focus in on that because we wanted to, when they graduate the program, we want to be able to provide them with the opportunity to start their own small business. Mm-hmm. You know, barbering is a career for some and a stepping stone for others. And so other people go on to do other things. But uh, access to capital is always the main thing that, that you need as a small business owner to be able to grow and Especially expand your business. Especially coming, uh, coming out of barber college. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Coming out, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Because that, that, that segues you right into the business yeah. market to a small business owner exactly but you have to have access to credit and so credit is something that when they start the program we were able to provide them with small dollar loans Mm. small dollar loans to be able to and we report those loans to the credit bureau so while they're in the program they're getting loans that's loans are being reported to credit bureaus. Mm-hmm. So when they graduate, so they, they got they, better credit scores. Yeah, they, and they they're understand. moving that credit. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And, and uh, yeah, and, and we don't know that that credit score uh, provides us access to housing. Yes. Uh, 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 whether right now with the hot housing market, you can. Uh, uh, with a credit score over 700, you're going to get a better interest That's rate right. than someone below. And and the higher, and we have to understand those things. That sometimes we have to uh, put off certain things in order to for us to get access to. Uh, and that, that's all that issue of financial literacy. I want to ask you about the FDIC has, has started, and, and this term began, the Consumer Financial Bureau also began to use this underbank mm-hmm. and unbank. Yeah. And you under, you understand what I'm going with that. And hearing that definition, sure. uh, tell tell our audience of, uh, uh, of what that means okay. in, in our community, not having access to uh, like like uh, one of the things when the first round of the PPP came out, mm. you had to go through a FS a small business administration approved lenders, yes. mm-hmm. and a lot of them was Bank of America. I went mm-hmm. uh, for my business. I went to Bank of America, yeah. but some people couldn't. Absolutely, so Absolutely. they couldn't get access to that. Yes, it wasn't until the second round mm-hmm. when you could go through. Uh, CDFIs mm-hmm, then. Mm-hmm. So t- tell us about this term, sure. unbank and underbank. Sure, sure, sure. Unbank and underbank has a lot to do with the wealth gap in America mm-hmm. as well. So when you're unbanked, uh, of course, if you think about brick-and-mortar locations of banks being located in our communities, mm-hmm. then uh, there are not uh, any that, if you're in a low and moderate area, they're, they're not, not in our banks, communities. You yeah. know, because if you go from Wright Avenue to Battery Street to University, mm-hmm. there are no banks. Mm-hmm. But you got about maybe 30,000 people in that whole mm-hmm. area. area. So, so access, they have to go all the way downtown or all the way. So those folks would be what you call uh, unbanked. Mm-hmm. All right, but now keep in mind, unbanked mean that you know maybe you're keeping your money under the mattress. Maybe mm-hmm. you got it in the shoebox. You shoe still box. got it, yeah. Maybe like my grandmother used to keep it in her. In yeah, her yeah, bra. bra. Right, right. <laughs> so, so, so unbanked. Uh, those are folks using alternative forms of 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 for financial services like mm-hmm. uh, prepaid cards, your net spend, your green mm-hmm. dots, your yeah. times. Those are their banks. So they would be what you call uh, unbanked. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, if you talk about underbanked, meaning that you have an account mm-hmm. at a traditional financial institution but you don't access all of the uh, products and services that they offer because mm. you don't know about them, because mm. you don't have a relationship. You go there for a check, check cashing, cashing, you go there for maybe to uh, get mm. a, make a deposit or, mm-hmm. or make a withdrawal, but you don't actually access the, the, the yeah, products yeah, yeah. and services that they have. And Arlo, one thing uh, that the People's Trust um, 
um, uh, considers is that there are unexpected expenses such as auto repair mm -hmm. uh, for a person to keep their job, avoiding bounce check fees, and mm -hmm. avoiding late charges on their bills. Um, let's talk about how does how does that process work? Sure. How do you find clients, or how do the clients find you? How Word does the loan how does the loan <laughs> how does the loan help them better themselves? Right, right. So so they can access our loan fund through our website um, and. You can go to www.peopletrustloans.org, and people is, is singular, so it's peopletrustloans.org. And, and, and one of the things that our loans do is they provide those um, uh, short-term loans that allow you to build uh, and establish a credit. Mm -hmm. So you, and if you have, so that's one of the things that, you know, credit, your credit score is the determining yeah. factor yes. if you're able to uh, uh, start a business, yes. purchase a home, mm -hmm. uh, 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 get short-term capital to fix your car, yeah. all these things. And so we don't use a credit score to determine uh, mm. if you get a loan, which mm. is one Can of Can you the, repeat that one more time? We do not use a credit score. <laughs> we do not, your credit score does not determine your approval. Mm. Oh, wow, that's it's huge. It's the ability to repay that's the loan, huge. what we look at. Mm. So so we keep it real. You know, if, if, you, if you work a job and you make a certain amount of money yeah. and you want a loan of this size, mm -hmm. maybe like a 10,000, then do you have enough income, income to support that in to support that. If you have enough income to support that loan, then we make the loan. Mm -hmm. But we verify, uh, we underwrite that with uh, bank statements. We underwrite that with... You, the, what you do, and, and, I, and being at my church, we have, we provide, you know, similar type of sure. loan. But it means that we're going to have to get involved and see your finances. Oh, yeah. Right. Absolutely. Look at your budget. That's see right. how much money... Uh, that you have versus if you have more money going out mm -hmm. than coming than in. coming in. And actually mm -hmm. that helps the, the person, your client, the consumer, oh, even yeah. better because you're gonna help them. Understand. So don't come in saying you want twenty thousand when you can really only afford ten thousand right. Mm -hmm. right. right now. So mm -hmm. and then build on we that. Build so that. are there some other qualifications that people will have? Well to we look at the uh, residence, how long you've been, you know, at your residence, um, how long you've been on your job. Mm -hmm. uh, things of that nature, you mm -hmm. know, uh, that we use alternative uh, credit scoring model. We look at, uh, uh, do a debt-to-income ratio analysis. Mm -hmm. And this doesn't take a long time. We don't take okay. a long time. We move pretty quickly. Uh, and, and, I mean, it's a simple application process. It can all be done online over your, over your cell phone. It can all be done online. Um, and so that that's it's pretty, it's pretty minimal uh easy access because mm -hmm. if I, we go to a traditional financial institution normally it takes about you know it may take 30 days 60 mm -hmm. days 90 days or you might not even hear anything because of your credit score so um you know we look past the credit score at life circumstances and situations. Yeah, and, and, and so let's talk about, uh, we have emergencies and sure. people need funds and mm -hmm. there's also people who don't know how to manage their money. Mm -hmm. And for those who don't know how to manage their finances but still need those that emergency sure. and still have a working job, Absolutely. how do you help them manage with this? We provide one-on-one -on -one financial education. Mm -hmm. So when they, when they apply for a loan, then we have to make a phone call to that person or that person comes into the office and then we sit down and we go over their, their finances with them and then we uh, help them to understand their economic position so that they can make more informed decisions. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, you may be saying you can't, you can't go eat out every, every right, day. Right, exactly and, and, exactly. and do this. You may have to, you know, go buy some groceries and cook something. That's right. Or, or you can't spend this right here. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, and, yeah, I, I understand. Yeah. You, you have to. And that's kind of that financial literacy part where you come in, you that one-on-one mm -hmm. -on -one that you teach them. So Absolutely. important. Yeah, yeah. And, Absolutely. I, and, and that's very commendable because a lot of institutions don't do not do that. They don't do any yeah, they teaching just, they, yeah. and any knowledge, and it sounds like that's well, it's what a you cultural, guys... It's a cultural difference. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, and culture, a cultural understanding. And a cultural understanding, exactly. And, that, and like you talked about the PPP program, and a lot of the black business owners didn't... Uh, didn't know about it mm -hmm. until the last minute, mm -hmm. and then and then when they when they did find out about it, they reached out to their bank that they've been banking, and then they didn't have a relationship Kinship with, with yeah. the banker, mm -hmm. and so there were no um, special attention mm -hmm. uh, given to them or technical assistance given to them to be able to help them to apply. Yeah. So they couldn't access those funds, and so we fought as a CDFI during that first round to get approved as a CDF as a, right. a, yeah. a non bank right. lender, mm -hmm. and and we ran into some challenges, you know, through the. Uh, SBA and it, I mean had to go through a lot. 
Well, the second round came out, and then we, we got a call from Treasury, and we were um, able to apply and then get it, later on get accepted into the program. And we made 2,500 PPP loans. Wow, and that's from great. January to May, 2,500 yeah, PPP loans. Oh, wonderful. Yes. $45 million yes. in, 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 in capital to underserved communities, small business owners that and, yeah, traditionally they, they wouldn't have gotten it had we not yeah, been Yeah, well, there. you know, I know in the first round, I used, uh, 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 for the black the ones that I helped, I had to use, uh, when I wanted to go to a CDFI, I had to go out of state. Mm-hmm. Because mm -hmm. the none of uh, 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 there, there were uh, uh, black-owned bacon out of Houston right. where uh, they had an online cross rivers mm -hmm. where I used they have a platform that I could go in and use that yes. uh, to go through that system. Mm -hmm. And in the first round, it was just impossible for black business unless you had a, a pretty strong relationship with your, like you said, yeah. Bank of America Absolutely. or or banking. You had a, a debt to even even I know Bank of America looked at my credit to debt ratio. Even, even for the PPP? Yeah. No, that's not I, even a requirement. I know, I know but it's the people, yeah. But the, the people's yeah. trust, we don't, well, have, we, don't, we don't have to do as much do of that. that. With, no, yeah. no, no, because we understand. Listen, now here's one other thing that I want to make everybody aware of. So, so, of course, if you're a small business owner, you have a bank account at a traditional bank, and you get the PPP loan through people trust. Mm -hmm. What we've found happening is that the banks are not... The forgiveness, right? The, bank, the banks are not allowing the funds to come to that person's account. Mm -hmm. And so we had to go back and forth with the bank just or make or that person has to close their account, mm -hmm. go open the account up at another bank, bank. Mm -hmm. just to access their funds mm -hmm. that they that they were approved, approved by the SBA for. Mm -hmm. So when you look at the, the economic um, uh, segregation mm -hmm. and how banks and states play a role of capital reaching mm -hmm. low and moderate income communities, they really, really, really it showed itself up yeah, yeah. in this in this whole uh, COVID nineteen yeah. uh, crisis. Yeah. Just like historically, you know, the Great Depression. You think about the uh, uh, all of the crises that happened. Ac access to recovery uh, relief efforts mm -hmm. for the black community have it always, down have always circumvented mm -hmm. and, and not gotten to where mm -hmm. it needed to get to. Yeah. And so that that that's what's perpetuated the, the generational poverty uh, because in, in, in lack of investment and opportunity in our community. And, and you're right. It, it, it really didn't happen until the second draw. Yeah. Uh, like you said, you only got in in January. We just got in and, in January. And that's program started back in March, uh, yes. March of uh, mm -hmm. 2020. And a lot of black people didn't get in until January. Right. Mm -hmm. By that time, yeah. 700 Seven hundred billion had yeah. already been spent. Absolutely. So, uh, and and then we only had until May thirtieth. The program PPP ended mm -hmm. May thirtieth, mm -hmm. and and it uh, 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 it only allowed us five months to get access to to a where one trillion dollars have Absolutely. been given out to uh, unforgivable loans. Absolutely. I want to ask you about. Uh, uh, you know the the CDFI that mm -hmm, we sure. uh, we talked about. You gave that definition. Mm -hmm. In Arkansas, there's a, a the, the U.S. Treasury just handed out about thirty million uh, to in in, in uh, new funds uh, through the RRP uh, program, yeah, Rapid right. Response Program. Yeah, and and you were one of those. And, but I want you to talk about your your growth. You you mentioned uh, before the show that you've grown from a two hundred thousand in assets to almost two seven million. million. Well actually we're actually over seven million. Wow, that's that that's great. That just that, that growth in, in mm -hmm. assets and what that uh, will allow you to do and as more as under the US Treasury rules as a CDFI that will allow you to be give one access to more more funding, more mm -hmm. uh through the loan fund you in this sec for first round they uh, first to three rounds you've mm -hmm. got two hundred thousand so mm -hmm. so Tell us about that and your growth and what are your plans are for the future. Well, um, for well, one of the things that they, they look at your, your asset size mm -hmm. to determine yeah. oh, the yeah. amount of funding yeah. that you received. And they went they went back three years mm -hmm. to 2019 yeah. to determine the award amounts. Mm -hmm. And so moving forward, uh, they're going to look at new the, Yeah, the, exactly. Exactly. We'll qualify for more funding. And what that would mean is more funding for the community. Right. Because more funding for small business owners, more funding for consumers, more mm. moderate income consumers, more access to credit and capital. Mm. Um, we are strategically, we just we just moved, we have another location uh, in North Little Rock in the Rose City community. Mm. Um, and we have that we, we, we have an old bank facility there because we wanted the people to have a place that they could point to and mm. come to. Mm. Uh, a lot of CDFIs, uh, you know, we had 19 CDFIs in the state, but, mm. you know, I can ask the average person on the street, do they know these mm. about 
about this and yeah, they don't know. Who, yeah, they don't. And so, and then, and then it, it, let alone tell them where to go to access these these organizations. Yeah. And so we wanted to, to be visible. We wanted to be community based on the ground level, and then provide some a mechanism mm-hmm. that would help uh, allow uh, government resources to flow into these areas mm-hmm. that are economically distressed, that are uh, economically uh, dep- dep- deprived in mm-hmm. these resuscitation right now. Right. Yeah. And so, um, thus, that's what that allows us to do. So we're strategically placing people trust in low and moderate income areas we just also uh purchased another building commercial property on uh 12th street 12th mm-hmm. and cedar okay. so we'll be doing construction there we'll be uh building the people trust uh, uh loan fund right there hmm. uh, and also um uh provide our developmental services as well because i was about to we talk can about that again the capital right but we also need to develop and change to- the trajectory <laughs> right we need to change the mentality um of the people in the community that have been uh, so long underserved. We, I've got a story this, this this week about some of the deals that the some of the larger CDFIs like Bancor South, sure. Hope Credit, they, they are partnering with some of these Wall Street banks. Uh, mm-hmm. I think uh, Darren Williams and, and banks, they, they just did a deal with Bank of America, but they also did one with uh, uh, Square. Uh, sure. uh, you know, Square, most people know Square Inc. by yeah. because they use Jay- it for business. Yeah, they, they got cash out. Yeah, and yeah. Jay Z's on the board. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, what uh, and Hope Credit had did one with Goldman Sachs, which is sure. uh, uh, one of the top banks, top five banks in the United States. Right. Mm-hmm. As these corporations make these commitments to to uh, to our community, they they're they're getting equity. Would mm-hmm. you be willing to give up equity? In people trust to, to partner with some of these uh, Goldman Sachs and, and some of these larger. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. We're um, now when you think about um, a lot of these financial institutions are for profit. Mm-hmm. We're non profit. Yeah. So we'd have to you know uh, create a, a for profit entity uh, in order mm-hmm. to be able to. Yeah. Well, bank uh, course out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they did. And, and, and we do have a we do have a mm-hmm. uh, uh, a for profit subsidiary called Divine Intervention Investment Fund. Okay. Which is uh, a CDE, a okay. community development entity, which has the authority to pull in new markets tax credits. Okay. Uh, and so uh, I know uh, Arkansas have, Capital Corporation yeah, does that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So we have the same authority. So we'll be competing for uh, new markets tax credits uh, uh, with the other CDFI. And, 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 and that and tell us tell us about that because I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 Angel has been involved in the Opportunity Zone. Uh, yeah. uh, so, so tell us about the new book and how that can help uh, in our communities. Right. In, in terms As we of, try so to So for communities develop. that have been underserved and, and have, uh, you know, uh, been left behind in terms of uh, growth and expansion, then the New Markets Tax Credit Program was created to be able to uh, uh, pull in investments, attract investments in these areas. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so um, the Opportunity Zone is another program. Mm-hmm. Opportunity Zone, of course, uh, for is supposed to help attract investments into, into those, communities. those communities as well. Yeah. But in order for the Opportunity Zone to work, you have to have what you call an Opportunity Fund mm-hmm. that is located in that Opportunity Zone. Mm-hmm. So there are no way for the Opportunity uh, investments to come, come in. Come in, unless the fund. have a fund that are in those areas. Okay. And so, um, but... With and how the, is that fund created? Well, the fund can be created. You can self-certify. Like mm. anybody can be an opportunity fund. Mm. Uh, there are no opportunity funds in this neighborhood, mm. but this is an opportunity zone. Mm. Right. So when you think about opportunity fund, there are other white opportunity funds mm. that are doing investments everywhere. As yeah. you can see around the Clean Library and all these other yeah. developments going mm-hmm. on. But in our communities, there are no opportunity funds. And because so your capital gains has to go into the opportunity fund. Right. For to be able to get the benefits. And a lot of people don't know how the capital gains works. They don't know yeah. that your rental property can be Absolute, capital gains. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So these are the So we need to start forming us a, a fund, <laughs> uh, Arlo <laughs> Washington. But, you know, this, this, you know what? I, 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 I'm going to do my part. I'm going to do my part. <laughs> access to capital, access to credit. Yeah. Right. And then I wanna empower, we want to empower. We want to empower the community and maybe spark some other yeah, people. people with some interest to join we on, with, right? We will provide you with the education and resources. Come on, but then we need it needs it takes a, a, uh, a whole, a whole for, for, it does collaboration to be able wait, right? And not competition <laughs> because it takes cooperation to <laughs> solve community issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's we, right. And you don't ever see when, when, especially when you see some of these capital venture funds, they have many investors. They have many people coming. in and partnering and putting money into the, and I, these yeah. funds for And I think it's very important, though, that people understand, again, 
knowledge is power. Absolutely. People don't understand, and we think, okay, we have these quote unquote, I don't like the word, our communities, black communities um, that are under private, underprivileged, mostly because of sy systematic racism oh, in this country, and that's yeah, a whole nother, and yeah. that's a whole nother conversation because yeah, yeah. we only have about five more minutes. I need to say one more left. Thing. Yeah. Okay. One, one more. Yeah, please point. go ahead. You talked about the resources that's coming in through like uh, those larger banks that are partnering with those big corporate sponsors. Mm -hmm. One thing to be mindful of is that those banks are regulated financial institutions, yeah, yeah, which so. means that credit and access to capital is still going, going to, to oh, yeah. um, go around. I mean, even though, you know, so when you think Very about the value point. that People Trust brings to the community, we are non-regulated. Mm -hmm. So we're taking a different approach yeah. because that allows us to be able to be more flexible mm -hmm. and then also make those credit decisions that- That's an normal. advantage for you. That's the advantage. And so that's the thing that, you know, the community needs to understand is that we have a non-regulated financial institution mm -hmm. that we can deal with, mm -hmm. which can help build, mm -hmm. which can help revitalize mm -hmm. without the red tape. Yeah. What, That's what wonderful. Are, what are some of the things uh, uh, on, on the future tip mm -hmm. that we're going to see you doing? You're, you're, you're doing, already doing great things in the community. Uh, uh, what can we expect from, from people trusting for all of Washington in the future? Well, well, we want to be able to educate. So the platform uh, at our, we're going to see satellite locations, mm -hmm. and we'll be able to see, uh, we'll see uh, in, in, at those satellite locations, we're going to have um, retail, mm -hmm. so that so so developing commercial properties to be able to create create opportunities for small business owners, provide technical assistance to those small business owners, helping them to grow and expand their operations, and then teaching them, you know, what they need to know to be able to uh, employ others. Well, we want to. Uh, partner with you, Black Consumer News, we want to, uh, especially on that financial literacy side absolutely. of things, yes, absolutely. Uh, we, we may, may need to get together and, and hold some workshops on sure. on that issue, bring, bring you in, in it on that and, and bring people together to, to, to uh, like you said, knowledge is power. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And then there's a psychology to finance, you, yeah, know, you, know, there, you know, you know, psychosocial influences, you know, mm -hmm. social media, TV, yeah. you know, things like that we need to talk about that help people understand why they make the choices that they make financially. Yes. Absolutely. From cutting hair as a service to providing loans to people and changing their lives. Founder and CEO Arlo Washington joining us here at Black Consumer News. We have had a robust and a wonderful conversation awesome. yeah. because Thanks it all it, it, so it all starts with finances. Again soon. Thank you for having me. Yes, absolutely. Yes. The door is always open, especially when it comes to um, finances, mm -hmm. um, because and, finances and, and is what keep us abreast of what you're doing. Oh, oh absolutely. always, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. because yeah, because we we can't move without um, some financing uh, for our foundation and all things mm -hmm. and as we try to grow as we grow mm -hmm. as a black community Absolutely. those finances are very important I, I, I can't express enough uh, how much I love that you guys are doing that financial training and literacy for mm -hmm. people to understand how to manage their money mm -hmm. and if someone is interested in getting in contact with you let's go ahead and give them information that's uh, www.peopletrustloans.org www.peopletrustloans.org and get your haircut while you're there. And That's get your right. haircut while you're there. <laughs> right. and, and, and they can also That's right. they can uh, also contact you if you want to go to school at Barber oh, College. Absolutely. If you want to enroll in Barber College and you need a career, you don't know what to do with your life. Come on. Then come deal with us until you figure it out. And at least it's a career for some people and a stepping stone for others. Absolutely. And on that note, yeah, Wes, I think it's time for us to pack up and we'll be back next Friday from 11 a.m. until noon. Yeah, and, and uh, remember that uh, tomorrow is a national holiday. Yeah, it's too, a national too. holiday that they're making official. It's always always been official in our hearts, in our mind, in our yeah. soul. Hey, enjoy your Juneteenth weekend. Get go out, out and support some black businesses. Go out and support some black businesses. If you need to know where to go, go to Black Consumer News. We have a story about uh, all the events that are going to be happening. Again, that's blackconsumernews.com. And again, thank you so much for being here with us. Have a great rest of your weekend.